everyone, and welcome to my podcast. Today's special guest is Katie O'Hara, who went to the Franklin School first through 11th grade before the consolidation of Chester and Wentworth and Franklin happened. The Franklin School is no longer there today. Only a monument and the remnants of what was a basketball court are left. It sits right off of Highway 19, just seven miles from Chester. So, can you tell me a little bit about the Franklin School? I can. Um, I've lived near the Franklin School my whole life, and our family has been involved in the Franklin School um, our whole life. Um, it began, this the building, or the school that I went to, the actual building, was uh, built in 1920 is when that started, but before that, it, there were three one-room schoolhouses in this school district and they decided um, to upgrade and so they brought those three little buildings together and they put them on that um, section in that spot where the Franklin School was built and for a year and a half or two years while they were building the kids came and went in those three little buildings there on that spot and then it was it was like the Cadillac of schools when that big brick building was built because it was first grade through 12th grade all in one building and uh, that was in 1920 and uh, I had family members that taught there and family members that went to school there and I began in first grade there in 1956 and I went through um, my junior year in high school and then um, they reorganized and this would have been in 1967. 66 was the last graduating class from Franklin. In 1967 then we reorganized and um, our class in which there were uh, 11 students in my class but only nine of us went over to Chester. Two of those 11 were on the south end of the district and so one went to Montrose and one went to Colton. And so there were nine of us that um, went over to Chester and we were the first graduating class then of uh, the Chester area school. And um, then that burned down that summer. and. Uh, then they had to kind of regroup and rethink the whole process, and they came back to the Franklin School and squished them in and went to school for together there and the Wentworth area um, in any building that was available for a couple of years until they built the new school over there. But Franklin um, was uh, in use for those, what, 46 years then as a, a first through 12 school. So what was it like for you as a senior to have to move to a new school? Like oh, were you accepted? Were it was very difficult and, and it was a wonderful thing. I, I was you know, I understood the whole process of reorganization and it was beneficial to the community and to everybody, but it was hard. Somebody had to do it, you know, and our class was kind of the unlucky if you want to call it that, kids that had to go break the new ground. And there were nine of us, there were 20 of them, and we only went to school together for just that one year. 
and of course you you get to know your new classmates but boy it, it, it was tough we you know on all the things that seniors vote on <laughs> we were outvoted on everything and um, there were uh, new school colors new school song new everything because they wanted to start fresh so it was like it all went out the window and now you start over so we kind of laid the groundwork actually for the Chester area school in um, you know becoming a new entity so we're gonna go back um, in time and talk a little bit about you at the Franklin school when you were little Mm-hmm. So, how far away exactly did you live from the school? Our farm was um, two miles north and a mile east of the school. And um, we rode the bus every day. That big yellow bus from uh, first grade through 12th grade, we rode the bus to and from school every day. There weren't any students that drove because the activities at school all finished before the the school bus left so even the high school kids rode the bus and um, we had four buses that operated out of uh, the Franklin uh, district you know one in each corner and we'd get on uh, being three miles from school probably about in the middle of the route and so we'd get on like a quarter to eight or eight o'clock most days and as I remember, school started about 8.30. So it wasn't a terribly long bus drive or bus ride. And it was about the same at night getting off. But um, we kind of got used to that big old yellow bus. And we had a long, long driveway. And the bus didn't come up the driveway. And so even on cold days, we had to trek on, on down and wait down by the mailbox for the bus to pull in because as I recall he turned around and backtracked after he turned in our driveway and many times I have to be honest I was late and I'd see the bus down at the end of the driveway before I you know pull my coat on go flying out the door. So did um did you guys have a dress code at school? Oh we did we did and it was very strict and as I think back on it now it was just totally incredible. Um, Girls were required to wear dresses, skirts, and um, in high school the boys did not wear jeans, they wore dress pants. And of course there were no shorts, um, but the the skirt requirement was really tough because it was cold and so, (coughs) excuse me, we would wear um, jeans underneath our skirts and dresses and to to stand out and wait for the bus and then when we'd get to school we'd take them off and we didn't have lockers there were no lockers in those days so we'd fold them up and put them in our desk or hang them underneath our coat out in the coat rack but that's just totally silly well while we're on the topic um did girls have limitations like were they able to play sports could they do everything the boys could do no, unfortunately, that was before the, the, the advent of equality for, for girls. Um, we had three years of home ec that were required of us um, because they assumed that that's what we were really going to need, would be skills in the kitchen. 
and I just seethe when I even think about that. And um, there were no sports for girls. Uh, they had a gym class, they called it, or PE, and we only had that when the boys didn't need the gym, so that wasn't even a for sure. But uh, we had these ugly, awful, um, gr bright green bloomer things that we wore for gym class, and we did have it. And the thing is, we had some really good athletes in school. I was not that athletic, but there were some girls that were very athletic. I think we would have been competitive um, when I look back on it now and I see, you know, the, the fun teams that my kids and my grandkids have had. I think, oh, it would have been so much fun to have had that opportunity. I really regret that. So do you, did Franklin play like, or compete against like Chester and Wentworth? They did, yes. The, the, in fact, they, um, well, they had uh, basketball and track. They did not have football. And they had a gym in the basement of Franklin uh, where they would practice, but it was 30 foot by 50 foot, which is very small. It was a cracker box. In fact, the top of the key almost overlapped. Is, you can imagine that in your head. So they just practiced there, but we played all of our games at the uh, Armory in Madison, and they just rented it, and we would play our game, our home games there. And we played schools like Trent, Humboldt, Orland, Chester, Winfred, Colton, Coleman. That was about, and Rutland and Ramona. That was about the extent of our um, schedule. But um, basketball was the, the king at Franklin. That's what everyone um, talked about, thought about all year long. So was, was there more boys than girls at the school, or was it equal? It was about even. Um, like I said, there were uh, 12 kids in my class. There were six boys and six girls. There were 11 kids in Grandpa's class, and I think they were about seven girls and four boys. But I think overall there were 40 kids in high school. And I think that it was probably even. You know, and lots of years it was tough to come up with enough, you know, kids for teams. So, moving in a little bit of a different direction, what, can you tell me, like, what the classrooms were like? Was there any combined classrooms, like, uh, third and fourth grade together or seventh and eighth grade together? Yes, always. Um, when you came in the front door, you had a landing, and then you could either go down a half flight of stairs to the left, that was the kitchen, or you could go down a half flight of stairs to the right, and that was the band room. Or you could go up the full length of stairs, and then you're on first floor, and on first floor there were four big rooms in each corner. Uh, the first was first and second, then third and fourth, then fifth and sixth, and then seventh and eighth. And you just got used to having two classes in each room. And each teacher, you know, had roughly, you know, 20, 25 kids. So it would be very similar to what the you know, grade school classrooms are like now. Probably the same size and similar number of students. We used to sit in um, 
probably four rows of five or six students in each room and the teacher would you know go to one side of the room and teach math class and then give us our assignment and then she'd go over to the other side of the room and you know, do the same for the for the other class and you were expected to just do your assignment and, and not be disturbed by you know the, the class going on on the other side but uh, I suppose if anything um, helpful came out of that, it was you develop an ability to zone mm -hmm. and concentrate and not um, be distracted by other things, because you had to. So were there more um, female teachers than male teachers? The grade school teachers um, were all female. I didn't have a male teacher until I got into high school. In high school, it was about even. There were... Um, I would say probably as many male teachers as female by the time we got to high school. But when I think about it, talk about um, uh, generalization, uh, the female teachers were um, home ec and English and those sort of things, and the, and the male teachers were the science and the math teachers. So um, that was, that was, true in those days. They got those jobs. Mm -hmm. And of course they were the administrators too. Those were always male. So do you remember your favorite teacher from Franklin? I had many good teachers and many of them were favorites but several are, are just I suppose my most favorite. One of Katie's favorite teachers was her 7th and 8th grade teacher who never really had to discipline them because she convinced her students that she loved them so much and she would be crushed if they misbehave. Her favorite memory from that teacher was when she brought her own little TV into school so they could watch the first space shot from Cape Canaveral when Alan Shepard went into space. In high school, I had a couple of favorites there too, but my most memorable teacher was the music teacher. She was a little bitty woman, red hair, and just full of energy. And she taught music. She had all 12 grades, and she taught band and music to all of the grades, as well as chorus. So she, we had her from the time we were in first grade. She'd come into our classroom and we'd sing and play these little instruments. And then when we got to be in fifth grade, she'd teach us um, band. We'd get to pick our instrument, and almost everybody went out for band then. And then in high school, I had her for two more classes in addition to music. This lady taught algebra as well, and she was good. She lay, had to lay the basis, basically, for uh, math for, for these kids. She didn't teach the upper levels of math, but she taught algebra, and we all knew it. So she was good. And she taught English. Now, think about that. You have this one teacher that she must have had absolutely every block in her day busy. So I don't know where she had any prep time at all, but she was really good. And we just loved her. I remember one morning in the winter, um, she had run into, she always ran late, she ran into the back of a, a snowplow on our way down to, to our school. 
and her head hit the steering wheel and she had cut her lip. She wasn't seriously injured, thank goodness, but she had to go in and get her lip sewed up, but she came to school after she got her lip sewed up and continued on teaching. She was amazing. Years later, then, um, after she had retired, she was um, staying in a nursing home in Madison, and she used to write letters to the editor all the time, you know, about some cause that she was upset about or something that she wanted done. So her mind was sharp as a tack, and she continued on, which didn't surprise me because she was that kind of an energetic force in her life. Do you know where she um, got her education? Yes, she went to General Beadle State College here in Madison. In fact, I would guess that probably nine out of ten of our teachers that we had at Franklin had gotten their education at General Beadle. And, of course, that became um, Dakota State. It was, it was just such a... Um, strong and um, practical teaching um, facility here close to us that uh, it was a great source of excellent teachers and that's where most of our young teachers came from very often we would get young teachers right out of school and you know there were a few clunkers but for the most part we had some very good teachers and then they'd move on but uh, we were very lucky so you've already mentioned some of the courses that you took, but what kinds of courses were offered at Franklin? Well, we had, in high school, we had four years of English. We had um, three years of math. We had um, algebra and uh, geometry and um, trigonometry, or no, not trig, it was, they called it advanced math or algebra two then, and that's as high as as our algebra or as our math went in high school. Um, in s science, we had um, biology and general, well, I guess we had general science first and then we had biology. And um, that might have been our weak spot, as I don't recall that we had chemistry until we went over to Chester. I think biology might have been all we had for sciences. We had. Um, sociology, we had history, and we had a typing class. Everybody had to take a typing class when they were a sophomore, which baffles me now since kids are able to type on their computers without even getting that, you know, typing instruction. But we learned to use the typewriter when we were sophomores because we would need it for um, doing homework on our typewriters, which we all used. But um, typing was kind of a fun class. I wasn't very good at it. I wasn't accurate or fast, but uh, everybody took typing. The Franklin School holds a special place in many people's hearts, many of which are in my family. My grandma and grandpa, mom and dad, and aunts and uncles all went to Franklin. After the little schools of Chester, Wentworth, and Franklin consolidated, forming one central school in Chester, Franklin began as an elementary school until its closing in the fall of 1991. The Franklin School will always be remembered for its brick build, gym in the basement, and most remarkable, the slide fire escape. 
Thanks, everyone, for listening to my podcast. Thank you.